Welcome to leadership is a personal choice. We named it that way because it is. Leadership is about taking ownership, about being responsible for yourself to ensure that whatever happens to you or whatever happens around you is positive and good for everybody. I hope you enjoy these podcasts and do let us know, rate them, send us your suggestions and send us your comments. Happy listening. Try a three-letter word that encapsulates that which is the most beautiful about all those people who are successful. They try. I want to begin by a poem, a very short poem that I heard many, many years ago, decades ago, really. It's called Judgment. Before God's footstool to confess, a poor soul knelt and bowed his head. I failed, he cried. The master said, Thou didst thy best, that is success. Let me repeat that. The title is Judgment, and I don't know who it is, so it says by anonymous. Before God's footstool to confess, a poor soul knelt and bowed his head. I failed, he cried. The master said, Thou didst thy best, that is success. It was December 1980. Today it is November 2019. I was sitting on the veranda of my house in Guyana, in Kokwani. It was about 9 p.m., dark, balmy evening in the tropics. As usual on most days in this season, it had rained in the day and stopped. The air was heavy with moisture, but the breeze cool. Before me was the orange orchard of the Staff Hill, bounded on the far side by the forest, the rainforest of Guyana. The evening had signed off to the night by the booming calls of the howler monkeys, who also announced the beginning of the new day. Scarlet macaws flew to their roosts, talking to each other. I also heard the chatter of the sakiwinki, the common squirrel monkey. Families settling to their resting places. The forest was now relatively quiet, except for the singing of the cicadas, whose song rose and fell in waves like those of the ocean. Sometimes they would fall totally silent, only to start again in the middle of my deep breath of relief, to remind me that the only way to live with cicadas, as with some kinds of people, was to get used to them. The forest is never totally silent because the forest is a living being. It has living beings in it, but it is itself a living unit which breathes, sings, groans and talks to those who know how to listen. The forest has its own language, which you need to learn if you want to enjoy being in the forest. Otherwise, the forest can be an alien, ominous, even threatening presence to those who don't understand it. I spent my whole life, from the school days to this, in forests. Not that I lived inside them, but I lived near them. And where I didn't have forests near me, like now, when I live in a huge concrete labyrinth called a city. I make the effort to go to the forest at least once every quarter 
simply to breathe. Otherwise, I feel suffocated and I start dying slowly inside. The forest rejuvenates me, gives me new life, energizes me and enables me to go on for a while longer. So that night, I was simply, as I simply sat on my veranda, I was one with the forest. So where does the poem I began with come into the story, you may ask? That night, I had finished a very long and protracted negotiation with the union. A marathon session over 72 hours, practically non-stop. But at the end, we were all waiting to see what the union would do, accept or not. That is when I recalled this poem, which my very wise and dear friend and boss, Nick Adams, had mentioned once. You will not be asked what happened. You will be asked, what did you do? And someone said, you don't lose the race when you fall. You lose the race when you fail to rise. As long as you rise and keep running, you are in the race. But if you remain down, then you are out of the race. Who decides whether you rise or not? We are brought up wrong in many more ways than one. Let me give you an example. Someone told me a very tragic story about a highly successful Indian businessman in the United States who one day shot himself, his wife and two children. Obviously not in that order. When the case was analyzed, it turned out that he had fallen on hard times. Though he had property which he could sell to, to settle his debts, he would have been reduced to penury and would have had to start all over again. He chose instead to end it all and killed his whole family as well. Someone commented on this story and said the problem is that, we, that he was taught how to deal with success, not with failure. We must learn how to deal with failure. That might sound a bit like loser talk. Learn how to deal with failure. Think about it while I tell you another story. This is about Thomas Edison, the great inventor and founder of General Electric. The story goes that one night Edison's famous laboratory caught fire. It was housed in a separate building and, and before anyone was alerted and could do anything, the whole building and everything inside was a huge conflagration. Edison's son, Thomas Alva Jr., said, I was very anxious about my, about my dad and rushed to see where he was. This was his entire life's work going up in flames and I was afraid that he would perhaps do something drastic and this tragedy. When I found him, he was standing with his hands folded behind his back, watching the fire. He saw me and said, go call your mom. She's not going to see such a magnificent fire in a hurry. Thomas Alva says, I couldn't help myself but ask him. But dad, that is your entire life's work. Thomas Alva Edison Sr. replied, tell me, how many people have the chance to have all their mistakes erased at once? Now go, call your mother. I said that we are brought up wrong because we are conditioned to seek outcomes and to not only feel sad, glad, bad, mad based on them, but to judge ourselves on the basis of results. Or I should say results alone. Now don't get me wrong, especially those who know me and know how focused on results I myself am. I'm not against focusing on results, but on focusing on them to the exclusion of everything else. I submit that if you focus on the result alone, that can be detrimental to the result itself, and so it is a self-defeating exercise. What must I focus on, if not on the result, you ask? 
focus on the process focus on the way enjoy the effort monitor what you are doing and how you are doing it put metrics on the effort and as i said enjoy it the reality of life is that there are no final results every result is like a rest spot in a marathon you can stop for a bit while the rules of the game get changed then you run again not in the marathon in life the truth is that most of our life we are going to be engaged in the process most of our time all our effort and resources are going to be engaged on the way we get to our destination if we don't enjoy that then we are going to be very miserable but if we enjoy the journey then we will live a very happy life as for the destination well the right road will get you there but only if you keep walking so johnny walker keep walking in guyana i lived in a small mining town called kwakwani which clung to the bank of the burbis river with the ever present forest threatening to engulf it in an unwary moment we generated our own electricity using a generator that had a huge flywheel to take care of providing energy for the engine after it delivers the power stroke look it up if you are interested in the role of the flywheel in power generation my point however is different the flywheel who are, for those who have never seen one is a huge wheel with spokes the one in kokwari was had a diameter of 30 feet and was made of cast iron it was a massive piece of machinery we never allowed the engine to stop but on the annual maintenance day when the engine had to be stopped for a few hours the sty the sight of the restarting was very amazing and instructive to get the flywheel to start turning it took a huge effort because it was so heavy and massive after applying all the effort it would turn just slightly sometimes it would simply settle back in place a heartbreaking thing to see for those who had bust a gut to get it to move but you never gave up because you knew one thing and that was that once it started turning it would go on turning literally forever if those trying to get the flywheel to move focus on results they will lose heart because for the longest while there are no results despite all your effort but if they focus on the process see what they see if they are pushing hard enough do whatever it takes to keep pushing then the result is inevitable then all they need to do is to stand by and watch it happen my most inspirational creatures in the wild are small birds birds which are so small that when they perch on a blade of grass it doesn't even bend with their weight these little birds their eggs and young are prey and food for everything that eats meat they can't do anything to defend themselves or to protect their young yet they thrive how do they do that they do it by focusing on the process here's my conversation with one of them <clears throat> who perched on a little twig right before me and my camera in vilpatu national park sri lanka with a neatly tied blade of grass in her beak 
How do you do it? I asked. I am a bird. It is my job to build a nest and raise young. I do that job to the best of my ability. If in the process my nest is destroyed, I simply start building again. If I build the nest and lay eggs, but before they can hatch, a tree snake, a rat, a monitor, lizard or anything else finds my nest, then I escape and let the predator eat the eggs. I can't help it. I can't protect them. But once the predator has left, I build another nest and I lay some more eggs and I incubate them. It's heartbreaking when predators find my nest with my young in it. Once again, I must leave and watch my babies being eaten before my eyes. But then what do I do? I build another nest. I lay some more eggs and I raise some more babies. And that is why in the end, I survive and my tribe increases. I ask you, have you ever seen a depressed bulbul? I haven't. They have no time for depression. They never give up. They know what they are supposed to do. They do it until they succeed. No matter how many times they fail in the process, no matter how long it takes, they keep at it until they succeed. And in the end, they always succeed. I asked, is my job done? He answered, if you are alive, it's not.